Hello everybody and welcome to Things You Can't Ask Your Mum. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Lindsay. (laughs) And we recommend that you guys listen to our podcast on the Entail app because you can get a really gorgeous visual experience where you can see links that we're talking about, photos of very embarrassing photos of us both (laughs) and all kinds of things. Um, So this week's episode is all about friendships. Now we have covered friendships as a big topic in season one, haven't we? Yeah. Um, But there's such a lot to delve into and so much to dissect that, and and a lot of you asked so many more questions around friendships specifically that we thought we'd give you another episode. Um, And for anything we don't cover today, go back to season one and listen to the friendships episode because it'll all be there for you. Yes. So I suppose if we kick off with how relationships and friendships have changed during COVID because it is very of the moment, isn't it? And it's obviously something that's on so many people's minds because the question came up so much and I guess friendships now feel more important than ever this year of having a support network and realising who your mates were. I reckon so many people have gone through that process of when we were in full lockdown, like who do you want to talk to? Who's checking in? Who's taking the time to support you? Yeah. And who isn't? And it's always like the hard times that makes that stand out <laughs> absolutely and it'll be it'll have been like a really quite healthy call because it would will have shown people's true colors won't it yeah and as difficult as that is to realize that people who you thought were your mates haven't been able to step up when they maybe knew you were struggling yeah um it's quite a shit lesson to learn isn't it it really really is and like I think we mean you talk about this the other day weren't we that you end up realizing that you've got some mates that are there for you when there's lots of drama in your life yeah. which is understandable because you've got a lot to talk about and you mm. might have lent on them for that specific time in your life or whatever that topic is and then if things settle and inevitably even though it was quite a dramatic time this year it has been quite still for a lot of people yeah. that maybe those mates that need the drama and the gossip and like there's something to be going on if you find it harder to maintain those friendships when you've actually not got much to update each other on yeah exactly and you sat across from each other at a table being like okay then um nice wine um <laughs> weather's yeah, great uh, yeah what are you doing the rest of the week not much you yeah not much should we get the bill <laughs> How awkward. <laughs> and it's so weird to go from that transition of like having so much to talk about and being so involved in each other's lives because the drama is just there all the time yeah. to actually being happy and settled and then not knowing how to navigate that friendship or understanding that actually you don't have much in common without the drama and yeah. that's okay and it's such yeah. a normal life lesson um yeah. but it is a it's a tricky one because you're like oh god I thought we were mates okay no they can support me through this but they can't support normal what would be considered quite settled life yes yeah and this year if anything has been I mean it's been so unsettling but when you're not kind of running around as you would say like a blue ass fly everywhere <laughs> and you're not like I don't know it's not all been about like going for a fancy dinner together and getting drunk or going yeah. on a trip together it's just been about sitting and checking in and texting or yeah. having a phone call that slowness of it is was well, definitely a transition in friendships. I think me and you have been fine, but yeah. we've survived the test of time, haven't we? I don't think there's much we couldn't survive. Maybe no, an apocalypse not. might might tear us apart. <laughs> Arguing over who gets to be Buffy. <laughs> oh god, that one. Do you know yeah. what? Last night I was with some friends and I was saying that I was going to have a Buffy themed birthday party with obviously just six of us if the rules are still allowed yeah. and everyone was like you have to be Buffy I was like well someone run back run this by Lindsay because even though it's not her birthday I don't know that she'll be okay with not being Buffy 
You are painting me in such a bad light, Elizabeth. But I was looking, don't worry, I was looking last night at outfits for Cordelia, so you can be Buffy. <laughs> oh, I wanted you to do Spike because you've got the cheekbones for it. And you Piss can off, your hair back. I'm not being a boy. No, I'm not doing Please. that. It's my birthday. <laughs> I want you to be Spike. To be fair, I've got a really good leather trench that could go along you with do. that. You do, you do. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. We we (laughs) must discuss this more. And yeah, we'll update you on the uh, Buffy-themed party. You're going to have to be very selective with these six friends, mate. (laughs) Well, it's sort of already been decided because I was with three people last night. So we're already four strong. Four deep. Me makes five. And then, well, which of the lucky bugger comes along? It's now now down to you, isn't it? (laughs) Could just imagine us all dancing and it just be lots of squeaking noises because everyone's wearing leather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah thigh high leather trenches oh yeah (laughs) oh god we're talking about this a lot by the way because uh lizzie made me watch the entire thing in tandem with her all over again during um lockdown and i completed it and it's i've been obsessed with it since because it's just so wonderful and such an escape plan of life so that was a really good thing because sometimes like we i mean me and you speak every day but Mm. i feel like we have days where you text loads and other days where you're like checking in the morning and then again in the evening and not much time the day because you do you don't always have stuff to constantly update each other apart from just the usual like you okay like how you getting on and if you're like yeah "Yeah, fine okay fine great not much else okay Yeah. yeah and that's it and it's the same in like a longer term friendship like ours that that can survive these tests of time and also like the ups and downs that go with it all and we talk a lot more if there's drama going on because we're there for each other more but then when you're settled and happy it's just those like you say those those um less frequent check-ins that are yeah yeah good she's happy she's settled good you're having a nice day yeah are you lovely can't wait to see you wednesday or whatever it is yeah like it's just very relaxed and but again like where we've had periods of drama in our lives where we've had to be there constantly and that's all we really talk about or it's like the elephant in the room because you're trying to be really good for each other and then but you know that you want sad or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you then, we have to fall back into step of not letting that be centre of attention once yes. things settle again. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, okay, she's all right. Well, I've not spoken to her much today and that's it. Okay, fine. She's good. This is great. Yeah. And it's just, you just ebb and flow with it all and you just have to learn to roll with it. Definitely. And I think when you're in healthy friendships or relationships of any type, mm. but this is definitely the kind of thing you talk about more in romantic relationships than friendships. But with anything, like when your attachment feels secure and safe and isn't anxious, then you can really manage the way that things ebb and flow, exactly definitely. like you said. Yeah. And like, if, if I mean, if you ignored me for, for a day, I would worry because I would be dead. But if like we have a day where we don't speak as much, I might notice it, but I won't be like, oh God what does that mean what have yeah, I done what have I done yeah that that doesn't come in into it whereas I definitely have had friendships in the past where that would because yeah. you're not as secure in things and it can just make you worried unnecessarily yeah. sometimes yeah definitely and those unspoken things that mean more with other people and you're like oh shit what have I done here because she would never ignore me on purpose if if I hadn't done something wrong or I've upset her in some way yes with you and I and I've got friends that, in, that operate in the same way to you and I as well and it's it's just easy because there isn't there is nothing there's no No. there's no there's never any um any cause for concern and if if there is we would sit and talk about it because that's how open we are yeah and I think that's a really important part of friendships and I'm going to do a really good segue now. You are, I can see it coming. Can you see it coming? I can see it coming. Our segue, my segue is into how to manage conflict in friendships and when it's healthy or when it's anxiety inducing and, and all of all of those things. Um, and I think 
in the same way that we say that we've got a healthy friendship, I think we would both know how to sit down and tackle something that was a bit uncomfortable or caused some conflict. Um, it's, It's just so tricky to manage and it depends what kind of friendship you've got in the first place. If, if I was doing something that you was making you sad or anxious or hurt, I would hope that you would sit me down and be like, Lynn's, yeah. And there's just a way to, oh, there's a way to bring things up. But yeah. again, it depends on how, how you are in your friendship, because some things I've, I've been in other friendships that I'm not any in anymore. Sorry. Um, and I felt really awful and I've, I've said it to the person that it's made me anxious to the point of not sleeping until I've brought it up. I've brought it up and then been knocked back or Shut they've up. played defense tactics and I'm like, okay, I can't t- talk to you about how I feel anymore. That's it. And, yeah. and then the friendship ultimately hasn't worked because they weren't willing to listen yeah, or, cause what or relationship you know, I, I don't understand like that. If, if you oh, can't communicate know. what you're feeling and if, no, it, I think it is probably also like less accepted that a friendship can make you feel weird or can make you feel a bit shit or whatever and whereas again if it was a romantic thing you there'd be so much more practice or so much more things said about how to tackle that with somebody when it's like a life partner but a friendship is also a life partnership and takes like the ability to speak about things or not even like something that you're really good at is if it's not not about me and you but it's something that you feel like you need to give me a hard word about or play devil's advocate or whatever being able to say that to somebody as well is really important and not think I'm going to offer my opinion and she might not like it and it means that it's all going to be an argument or we're going to fall out like yeah you need to feel confident that you can offer that to somebody and they can be like well thank you I really appreciate that I'm actually not going to listen to a word you've said on this topic but really really I'm glad you sent me that text message (laughs) (laughs) it is and it's hard and there have definitely been moments for you and I where we've had to do that and and do a bit of a tough love but it's only ever meant with love and like with the best or like out of anger for for watching you know one or the other do something repeatedly that's like come on mate like we know this doesn't work we know this makes you sad and yet here you are sticking your finger in this massive bruise (laughs) like (laughs) come on (laughs) um and it's really difficult because oh I don't know again it just it's got to come from a place of love and if somebody really really closes down on the receiving end of your tough love then god it's really difficult and you've got to just keep playing it really softly with the person and just try and be like you know explain that it's all out of love and explain that you only want the best for them and you only want to see them happy and try and get them to come around that way but it is it's a huge part of everything in a friendship tough love because you've got to be there and support and and know when your friends are struggling and know when it's time to step in to try and help yeah when you had the experience of like bringing it up with somebody where you're not feeling good about it, mm. was that you not feeling good because you felt like they were withdrawing or you didn't know where you stood? Like what, what was it that you felt like you had to bring up? It was um, the way that they were treating me, um, like belittling me. And, okay. Um, kind of treating me like a little lap dog yeah. in a really strange way. Like I was new to this world new to London and I was like the little mate on the side and they got to introduce me to people and they got to make my career and they got to do this that and the other and I was like okay this is no this is not feeling good like I'm 27 I've got all of these things going on that are great like I'm a physiotherapist like I've, I've got I've got my shit together here and you're making me feel like some kind of a leech I don't know it was very weird so when I brought it up it wasn't well received because it was kind of like 
you're ungrateful. I've introduced you to this person. I brought you into this friendship group because you were in a friendship group before this that were bullies and whatever else. I've not had that good track record with friends actually in my early years. Um, but yeah, um, really difficult. And it, it was not taken in the way that I hoped it would be. And then that was the end of that friendship. Well, I guess it's so hard to come back from something like that. Yeah, well. definitely. And it made me grow a pair of balls. because I was like, do you know what? I don't feel good. It's at your hands that I'm not being made to feel good. I couldn't have, I couldn't have been kinder or done more for this person. And I was like, mm, no, this yeah. was awful. And my mum watched it unravel and was like, have you ditched her yet? I was like, mm. no, I'm gearing up to it. I'm gearing up to it. And it took me two attempts until I was finally like, I'm drawing a line under this. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. And it didn't go down. That didn't go down well either. Well, no, because, well, in, in a situation like that, if it's someone who wants control, you ultimately take, that's the biggest power move to go, well, I'm not in your life anymore. Yeah. And they've not got, got control. Yeah. I had a message from the person about a year later um, saying how extremely sorry they were. Uh, and I just said, oh, I wished, wished all the best and uh, yeah, to take care. And that was the mm. end of that. But I thought, Jesus, it's taking you that long to realise what you fucked up on. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not interested. Yeah. No. And, and I'm no angel. <laughs> But that, that was not uh, that was not fun. <laughs> it's sometimes the case that you need people around you to notice it. What what I think is weird with friendships is that it can be more subtle what's going wrong, yeah. or not everyone's experiences will be the same. And especially girls, like not to generalise too much, but we can be so awful and like so manipulative. And when you sort of meet your match in that sense, almost where you both are playing. A horrible game or whatever or no one's being upfront about things yeah. it can be takes so long to come to a head and yeah. it often takes someone on the outside to be like is this not the reason why you are potentially feeling shit about something yep it's so tricky isn't it yeah it really really is but like with any relationship I guess you've got to accept it's going to come with some hard bits friendships yeah, you expect less so than like picking your life partner probably uh, but yes I get the question when you're investing in it is always is this really worth it am you putting too much into it are you getting what you want out of it is it maybe just something circumstantial which I reckon this year a lot of people have experienced of yeah suddenly being closer with the people who are physically closer to you because you can't travel or closer to people who are also freelancers so are not working in the same way or if um, if you're unfortunate enough to be part of an industry that's really been on its knees at any of the arts industries where you then find so much like of a collective support with one another because you're going through something there can be so many circumstances this year more than ever that pull people close together yeah. and then like your expectations I don't know if they need to be managed in a harsh way but will will it be a friendship that continues going forward you might not have the answer right now either and, but is it worth it do you want it to continue forward and the bottom line is I think it's fine to have friends that come and go a little bit and that's really normal and really healthy yeah definitely it is and it's something that happens in all of our lives and um they those friendships just serve us for a certain amount of time and it's not because it's not because you kind of have a falling out it's just because lifestyles change yeah. or move in different ways and it's it's all okay and you'll never forget the support and the lovely times that you had together but maybe you're just not in touch anymore and that's okay yeah. And like you say, very, very normal. And it's been something that is very true of my life and my friendships. And I have such fondness when I think about those times and those friendships. But we're all different people now and we all grow up yeah. and we all move forward. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
and it doesn't have to be a conversation it doesn't have to be a goodbye text it's just like we'll always clap for you when you win and we're always here we're always watching make sure that you're happy but it's um it's just different we're not you know involved in the day-to-day anymore yeah definitely Mm. and I think like I feel really fortunate at this point in my life where I've got really close mates not very many because I can't cope with that many (laughs) it's people (laughs) but then enough people in my life to text on a weekend and be like what are you doing today Mm. is if someone's in the area and there's no pressure there's no no one's upset if they say oh no actually I'm not free there's no then expectation to make a plan in the next week there's no expectations at all really except maybe your schedules match up and you can have an afternoon together and it's really really nice and to have those friendships which is just that relaxed are also really important but possibly even harder to come by sometimes yeah I think so a lot of pressure can be put onto friendships and it's not always necessary and it, and again it's just about who you meet and where you fall into step with somebody if you're on the same wavelength and there's so much that can bring yeah. you together and and make that really easy and I have always gone by the rule of like you should be able to pick up where you've left off with a friend yeah. um, unless like uh, not unless but you know if you're fortunate to have really close friendships that you speak and you're speaking every day and you're in touch all the time then that's amazing but then I have so many friends who I absolutely adore that we do just pick up where we leave off because we've got maybe more variants in our lifestyles that don't allow us yeah. to see each other or, or keep in touch as often but not every friendship needs that so it's just about really learning to accept all kinds of different friendships and, and, and how they like come to you in your life. And as we get older, you learn more and more about all of this and what your boundaries are, what you need from a friend, what you can provide as a friend. Um, mm. And so it's easier to kind of hand pick your little group, yeah. but you know, no matter how old we get, there are some people in your life that will always, will kind of always let you down and mm. it doesn't matter how old you are you think you get to an age and you're like yep I've got my pals like count them on one hand and then something will happen you're like Jesus I would never have expected no, that and it can just blindside you and again that's so normal it's nothing it, it isn't a reflection on you most of the time it's going to be something that that person's got going on so yeah, yeah. It, it can't be helped yeah what do you think about working out if a friendship's worth it if there is no like obvious toxic behavior like the example you were bringing up earlier where it's making mm. you feel rubbish yeah. I guess that can be harder to work out if if you feel like something's worth putting the time in if yeah if it's just not serving you but how do you go about that without it being you know you don't want to seem like an asshole where you're like right now you don't you know there's no, no room for you in my life or something <laughs> <don't>. really unkind <laughs> yeah you don't serve me yeah. um yeah I think you've got to look at yourself and how it makes you feel you know when you're making a plan with that person after spending time with that person are you does it bring you down does it draw you all of your energy away from you um look at how you feel when it comes to that person and if it's negative or it's having any kind of like adverse effect on you that isn't just like oh light bright breezy lovely that was lovely so happy to see you gorgeous night gorgeous day whatever it is anything outside of that you have got to put some distance between yourself and that person. It doesn't yeah. have to be a blunt text, but you let it fizzle. If they yeah. want to make plans, you're not free. Uh, and if, you know, if it is just, a, it's not a close, close friend or a best mate that you want to try and sort and salvage and be like, you know, can we sort this out? Cause it feels weird and I adore you and I don't want anything yeah. to change. Wait, that's the type of thing you'd have a conversation about with these are the people in your life. 
I feel like it's almost more anxiety inducing and more stressful to try and work yourself up to write a text message or sit in front of them and be like, okay, so I don't want to be a friend anymore. Yeah. When actually you've never been that close. It's just like, it's fine. Yeah. Let it fizzle. You're not free. They'll get the point. See you later. Yeah. Like I think that's the best way to do it. And then you don't work yourself up. Boundaries. Yeah. And everyone's entitled to their own boundaries and they're so important because otherwise you just, everyone runs right in your life. Yeah. And then but, you don't have to be time for yourself. And just an anxious mess the entire time. <laughs> but it also, I guess that could be really hard to be on the receiving end of if you were in a position where you were hoping for more from that friendship with somebody. And mm. again, like it would be like the equivalent of when you meet someone and you really like them, but they just don't like you as much. And yeah. whereas with relationships, romantic ones, assuming that like the majority of people choose to be monogamous ones it's a one at a time thing so you kind of have more pressure on it that you meet someone you're like if this doesn't feel right I'm not quite into it I need to get them out and then try and meet the next person whereas the friendships you can have loads of them all at the same time and there's almost more offense to be caused in a friendship because it's a a personal thing because it's not a romantic connection where you can be like there's no spark yeah I'm not feeling it either and people accept it yeah you don't want to be friends with somebody it really hurts as the person that is having to deal with the uh the breakup of that it is really painful and in a different way because it's a more I know you as a person I don't fancy you but yeah. I really don't want to spend my time with you mate like yeah. it's it's tricky it's but so tricky. we've got to understand that we're not all compatible yeah we're not all everybody's cup of tea and we all need different things in our lives to keep us steady balanced happy uh, as we can be um and some people just don't don't give that to us and it's okay no. It is. And if it's, you know, when you meet a new friend and it feels exciting because it can feel that way and you're spending all the time together. I think the really important thing, especially what we're saying about the circumstances of this year, Mm. go in with it with like a really open mind and think, okay, I'm going to be as good as I can to this person, but I'm not going to think that now my life is built around this routine we have together at the moment or how often we spend time together. Like even you and I, we, well, for when I think back to when we first met when I was in Manchester, we didn't used to speak every day. It built no. up over several, several years. Yeah. And then we've maintained it for years. And in some ways, we're maybe an exception to a rule of how intensely we've managed to maintain it for, for one yeah. another. Whereas with any other friendship in my life, you, and especially when you meet a new friend, you kind of think to yourself, like, this is really fun for now. Let's all make the most. Like, we live close by, whatever, or our lifestyles are the same right now. But don't then, like, don't get your claws into it basically and be like this needs to stay this way forever and if it changes I'm gonna panic and with that feeling with anything yeah any feeling of like abandonment or if you've got a really like insecure attachment style to stuff it is more of your issue than the other person's and is that you need to look at but exactly like you said it can be really painful when it's a friendship because yeah, it definitely. is just being like, oh yeah, you're all right, but <laughs> I don't want to speak to like you more. <laughs> yeah. but I don't want to make time for you. That's horrible but someone is allowed to feel that way. Yeah, like, it is. It, it hurts. But... Yeah, you've got to let it go. Like we're not all for everybody, and and that's so normal. And you know, we talk a lot about protecting yourself and looking after yourself and making sure that these relationships are right for you and and not having any anxiety around them. But then, if you're on the receiving end of that, we don't often talk about that because we just want you all to be protective and, and lovely. Yeah. But then, if you are a person that's had a, a friend say, you know, either push you away or say, I don't, I don't, you know, this friendship isn't right for me. Yeah, it's really difficult. But again, 
you can't take it too personally because we all just need different things from different people. You will be somebody else's best, best friend and absolute beacon of hope. Yes. Like, but you, you know, you can't say that for everybody and we're all so different and so complicated. Yeah. Yeah. And if I, I think, think about all the friendships I've had over the years, I'm like, good God. And it is just different times, different lifestyles. Like the times where I was at uni and I just used to get drunk all the time. I had mates for that. I had yeah, mates for yeah. getting drunk with. Yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't see them any other time at, at, until we were smashed. Like yes. that was it. We'd go out, get smashed, wake up hungover, see you later. I'll see you next time we do this again. Yeah. Like no personal attachment of like, how are you, mate? You're right. None of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just meet at whatever place it was and have fun yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong fine. with that like no but that's got to be your expectation of it yeah and it's not to say that friendships can't develop from there of no. then you become closer but I think it's just to understand that every person you meet in that way it won't necessarily develop no definitely not no I think we always get so many questions about friendships because they're like in lots of ways the most important relationships of your life yeah. especially like you're probably my soulmate not to be too intense to you <laughs> But when you think about the connections you have, like the way women get women, especially, like I don't think I've ever had a boyfriend that can begin to compete. <laughs> no, not at all. There is definitely something to be said for the difference in relationships and friendships and romantic relationships yeah. because you, it's a completely different ball game. Yes. Do you know what? That's something we've not actually talked about. No. Um, platonic male friendships. No. We did, we covered that a little bit in this, in season one, I think, but even in my mind with the whole time I'm thinking about this is female friendships. Yeah, for sure. And the complexities of that, but there is a whole, so much more to be said with male friendships, yeah. which I only really have with gay men. I don't really yeah. have any straight men as friends. Do I? I mm, <laughs> I'm thinking. I don't really either. I used to, when I was working as a physio, um, my whole, t- pretty much my whole team were men. Yeah. And all my age as well. So we used to have such a crack. It was such, such a laugh. I loved it so much. I loved them all so much. And I also, I almost feel like there's like a quite a protective bond over boys when you're in like a male, female friendship that yeah. I've got a partner, they've got partners. And, you know, I even, I don't know, I, I look at my best mate who is, who works really high up at a sports, for a sports company. And she's surrounded by men every day. And she yeah. makes that work for her. Like she's formed some of the most gorgeous friendships with those boys. They all go to each other's weddings. Like Aww. she's on their stag do's. Like, and it's such an amazing thing to see. And it's always been nothing but platonic because they've yeah. always all been in relationships. And you just forge these bonds over like the circumstances. Yes, it's work. Yes. But then you, you develop these beautiful things. And it was the same for me working in the NHS. I was in the outpatient department, which is where mainly men tend to go to is the MSK part of being a physiotherapist because it's a bit more aligned with sports and sports injury and stuff. And um, so, yeah, it was amazing. And we would go out and have like Christmas dues and go out for drinks. And it's just, oh, it was just so good. And there was just yeah. never any, no, no cross wires or anything. Obviously some rom- romantic connections do spark now and again, which is lovely. Um, but on the whole, like having boys as friends is such a lovely thing because you get a different perspective and you get um, a more um, black and white pragmatic approach yeah. to problems or emotional pain, yeah. uh, which actually James gives to me now, regardless of whether he's my boyfriend or not. I feel with male friends, it's the same. Yeah. So you and I can uh, turn a problem over and over and over in our heads as we've spoken about and think about it to the nth degree, whereas a boy will be like, what you're going on about it's just this or this and it's not that so it's this and you're like oh 
well bingo thank you for that so there's it's something quite special about a male female friendship and whether yeah. they're whether they're straight gay whatever whatever um is happening with anyone's sexuality like I feel like it's just such a different vibe of having a male female yes. friendship and you know what sometimes it can be really he- healthy to have a platonic friendship that can be a bit flirty and fun and having that element without it ever developing something more can just make you feel really good and for yeah. that reason can just be good and it's so that you said it's just fun because there's a lightness in it sometimes and yeah I think I don't feel like I struggle to make female friends, but I don't find that I get many opportunities to make male friends. The mm. only time would be through friends' boyfriends or if you met their mates or like when, if you're seeing someone and they've got quite a big group of mates. But nowadays I rarely just meet a bloke who I'd then be friends with. I yeah. mean, it's for our job. Like you said, it's so circumstantial when you yeah. work in a male environment, which we do not. <laughs> no, we do not. And it's difficult as well to like, it, you know, to meet a mate who was male in a bar being a, a straight woman. It's just not something that happens because, no. every, you, you know, it's always attached to like a romantic con- connection or sex or lust or something. Whereas like you could just meet a really, really lovely lad who's yeah. so much fun, not be attracted to him in that way. Yeah. And just want to spend time with them because they're such lovely people. And it's really hard to separate that. Yes. Yeah, it really, really is. And I know you've said it in the past, so that also sometimes it won't, it might stay platonic for you, but then they'll want more. That's it. And I, I've, I've always maintained the fact that the more yourself you are and the more relaxed you are and they know you inside out and it can be platonic, but by the time they've known you inside out now, they're like, shit, I'm in love with her. <laughs> and you're like, oh, for God's sake, why you can't, we've had this amazing friendship. Like, why, why, why are you doing this to me now? Why are you ruining it? Why? And it's it's happened to me a few times and it just is so, oh, it's so sad because you're like, oh, I thought you were the one example of being a platonic male female yeah. friendship and now you're in love with me and now I can't be your friend because now you want to have my babies and I don't want to marry you. <laughs> you're just too much of a catch. Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> well, ask James. <laughs> oh, but yeah, male or female or whatever I think friendships are just so important which is why we get so many questions about them and they're so Mm. complicated and they're so less spoken about and Mm -hmm. they can be so painful and above all they can be so joyful and that's what we always want to strive for like those connections where you feel so supported with somebody um and like we said we we got a lot of questions covering the topic of finding new friends which we I'm conscious we've not covered here at all but that is in all the um, episode in season one so go if that was something that you asked go back and listen to that one because we're, we're not yeah. just ignoring all of those no, no, all of those questions um because yeah we've spoken a lot about what to happen when you've got those friends but not how to get them so yeah do absolutely. take a trip back to season one if that was one of the things on your mind yeah. um and thank you so 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 much for listening as always um a nice compliment that we get always about this is that it's like sitting down and talking with friends and again it's just such a lovely warm feeling having those moments and something i feel like we need more than ever this year oh my god ever yes, yes. and we are all in this with you like we <sighs> oh god just message us like chat to us yeah. we love it and me and lizzie got together last week and i was like how have your dms been she was like so good and we were like yes it's been so nice because everyone you you just we love you all to bits and obviously 
we do this for you as much as we love doing it it's just so lovely I wish there was something like this out there when I was going through things like this in my life when yeah I was in my 20s I mean I, I, I search for this kind of stuff now but um yeah it's it's such a lovely sense of community that you bring to us all so thank you yeah. for being here yeah definitely well can I just say one more thing that I thought of yes you may um that something that I think this year more than ever has taught us when we've had like glimpses of moments where we can all catch up yeah. is it's so good to do things with mates that you would normally reserve to do with your boyfriend or your partner yes. you know like go for a fancy if a new restaurant opens and you would normally and automatically default to thinking like I'll do that with my boyfriend or yeah. even if you are single and you feel like left out from those opportunities I think doing that with mates is often actually more fun <laughs> than yes. the other way around and like having gallery days and having like wholesome days together where you do nice things like go for a walk if you're not in a relationship or even if you are I think massively make an effort to do stuff like that with your mates because it's so much fun yeah definitely um me and Lizzie last week as well booked a couple of nights away didn't we just in the yes. UK in the Cotswolds I hope it still happened we couldn't get a reservation till December but we were like one night two nights let's go yes. like a romantic little cabin for us both and I was like bye James <laughs> but it's important so much fun yeah, yeah. so I yeah. cooked for a friend um my friend Simon on Saturday night and spent ages doing it and he got there and he was like oh I feel like we're on a date or something would you not rather be doing this with someone you were with in that way I was like do you know what no it's so nice mm -hmm. doing it for a mate who is just so like appreciative of it and you're both gushing over each other and it's just so like over the top and like that bit on friends where they're like ah, everything yeah. we would just spend the whole evening like that and it was so nice so good so definitely make sure you put time in to do stuff like that all, always it's so important yeah, that is really important and a lovely lovely piece of advice from elizabeth there yes thank you everybody i'm here yeah. all week well i'm not actually i'll be here next week though <laughs> yeah we'll be back next week well thank you so much for listening as always and don't forget to like share and subscribe to the episode and the podcast and we will see you next week bye, bye.